The reading is Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 to 7. Isaiah 9, 2 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be filled for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on, his, on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Juan 1, 9 a 14. Esa luz verdadera, la que alumbra a todo ser humano, venía a este mundo. El que era la luz ya estaba en el mundo, y el mundo fue creado por medio de él. Pero el mundo no lo reconoció. Vino a lo que era suyo, pero los suyos no lo recibieron. Mas a cuantos lo recibieron, a los que creen en su nombre, les dio el derecho de ser hijos de Dios. Estos no nacen de la sangre, ni por deseos naturales, ni por voluntad humana, sino que nacen de Dios. Y el verbo se hizo hombre y habitó entre nosotros. Y hemos contemplado su gloria, la gloria que corresponde al Hijo unigénito del Padre, lleno de gracia y de verdad. John 1, 9-14 The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Wasn't it great to hear from Anna, uh, both doing that reading and hear from her earlier, and how uh, she really loves that run-up to Christmas, which I do too, that, that preparation stuff, Sarah, do you? I do, yes, Good. lots of fun. Uh, we've got a house here that doesn't look very prepared for Christmas. 
I think we should add some stuff to it. What do you think? Let's do uh, it. What have we got? Let's add some lights. Lights. Have you got lights on your house, Sarah? I do have lights on my house in the front window. Do you have lights in your yeah, house? Yeah, we did. We did one of those. Uh, the windows of light, if you've not seen them. They're so did good. I. And yeah. if you haven't seen the final ones, you should check them out. Oh, yeah. At the, front. It's at, uh, at the front of church. And then the house oh, clearly needs a Christmas tree. I don't know if this is going to go through the front door, so we'll perhaps leave it outside. Um, uh, there you go. Heavy. When did you put your Christmas tree up? I put my Christmas tree up at the beginning of December, which okay. is the acceptable time. Okay, we did stray into November. I don't know well, how I feel about that. You know, what else are you going to do in lockdown? Yeah, fair point. Um, <laughs> uh, what about a reef? Uh, a reef for the front door? Yeah, I don't have one of those, uh, but I do like watching, looking yeah. at the people's as yeah, I walk we've around. Got one of those. And uh, food. Who's bought Christmas food? Who's got more Christmas food than they think they'll be able to eat? <laughs> um, uh, again, I'll put that outside. I, I wouldn't recommend keeping your food outside the house. No, definitely uh, not. But, um, you know, looking a bit more Christmassy, I that think. That is true. Good preparation going on there. Lots of, prepara- lots of preparations need to happen for Christmas, don't they? Now, God also did a lot of preparation for that very first Christmas. But he didn't decorate heaven, and it didn't just start on December the 1st. He'd been planning this for many, many years. In fact, since the creation of the world. We heard that reading from Isaiah earlier that Chike read to us. That was written 700 years before the first Christmas. And yet it tells us what's going to happen that very first Christmas time. See, God had used events and people like Isaiah to prepare the world for that first Christmas because a big day was coming. Over thousands of years, God had been getting ready for this big day, and everyone in heaven was ready for it to happen. The excitement built, and then it happened. Jesus left his home in heaven. Now, that might sound a bit surprising. You probably expect us to talk about a nice nativity scene with smiley, fluffy sheep, you know, clean hay in a, in a very sanitized stable, uh, with maybe Mary and Joseph gazing down at a peacefully sleeping baby. Um, But the big event of that first Christmas that God had been preparing a long, 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 many, many, many years for was Jesus leaving heaven. And remember, he'd been in heaven since the very beginning, before even the world was created. Obviously, he did come as a baby, but perhaps not in the way that James said, perhaps not the pictures that we might think of. But Jesus left heaven and came to earth to live with us. Verse 14 of John chapter 1 says, The Word, and when it says the Word, it's talking about Jesus. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Jesus came to live among us. So no big decorations, uh, not even that spectacular arrival. Uh, Jesus left his home in heaven and was born as a baby. And as we saw in that video, that Jesus was born with just a few cattle, uh, a few sheep watching on. And he was laid in a manger, just a, a feeding trough uh, for animals. But on that night, that's where Jesus was laid. I imagine it was quite noisy and quite smelly. Yeah, I, I imagine so too. And, and after all that preparation and this massively important event, isn't it surprising that more people didn't see it? I mean, as he grew up, lots of people saw Jesus, and and they believed uh, the things that he did. Um, Some of those accounts are what we have written in the Bible for us. Uh, But to begin with, only a few people saw Jesus, and a few animals. 
Now remember, this is God's plan since the, uh, before the creation of the world. He'd been planning it for many, 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 many years. He was always knew it was going to happen like this. It needed to, because God has something truly incredible planned. Things were dark. In our reading from Isaiah, we read, the people were walking in darkness. Now, I don't know how you feel, but at the moment, I think it feels a little bit like we are walking in darkness and we need light. It has not been an easy year, has it? There have been so many things that have been hard and that have made us sad. And like the people Isaiah was speaking to, we need to see a great light. Jesus came like a great light in the darkness, showing his incredible plan. And so perhaps this year, uh, with everything that's gone on, this is the year we need to see that great light. We need to consider Jesus again, or maybe consider Jesus for the first time. Be amazed at who he is. Some people, uh, when Jesus is there, and some people today, still don't recognize who Jesus is. But that doesn't stop God's plan, his preparation, all that he did, it doesn't stop it being true. In fact, if you've never considered Jesus, if you're watching at home or you're in here this morning, you've never considered Jesus before, then maybe this Christmas is the time to do so. Have a listen as we say uh, what believing in him does. So the incredible plan that God had been preparing, the reason that first Christmas had to happen with Jesus leaving heaven, leaving his home, which was way better than this one, to come and dwell with us, is summarized in John chapter 1 verse 12 where we read these words. To all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So for us to become children of God, God had to come to earth. Jesus had to be born a baby. And so Jesus came that first Christmas for you and for me. I wonder if you would be willing to leave your home, you know, nicely decorated for Christmas, to come and sleep in a manger. But that's what Jesus did. And he came to live like you and me, to be human. So our God knows what our life is like. But Jesus lived the perfect life. He lived, he died, he rose again, just as God had planned it to happen. And he did it so that we could be children of God. Just by believing who Jesus is and recognising what he's done, uh, we can do that. And being a child of God is amazing. Let me tell you some of the things the Bible says about it. It means having honour, blessing, forgiveness, freedom, peace, life to the full, being united to Christ, having God the Spirit living in us, and one day joining God in his glorious heavenly home forever. And we can only have all these things because Jesus was willing to leave his heavenly home that very first Christmas. And because of that first Christmas, that's why we celebrate this Christmas. Now, imagine uh, there's lots of things you're looking forward to doing over the next few days over Christmas. So on your sheets, uh, again, on on the back, um, there's a list of things that you might be looking forward to do. Why don't you, again, trust in your your bubbles, your households, or have a think yourself, uh, and tick some of those things uh, you're looking forward to doing. Um, There's things on there like eating chocolates. Going for a walk. Yeah, getting some presents. Watching Christmas films. Yeah, Uh, coming to church. Singing carols. Oh, we can do that this evening. So if you haven't got the list, you could just chat about some of the things that will make Christmas fun this year. Lots of people chatting. 
I wonder if someone suddenly thought, oh, I haven't done that one yet. Yeah. I haven't prepared that. I hope nobody's thinking I haven't bought any presents yet. <laughs> Time's running out. <laughs> Panic. Uh, there might be a few, you know, Christmas Eve shoppers around. That is true, that is true. Okay, a few more seconds. We'll find out what some of you guys think is going to be fun this Christmas. Has anyone ticked every box? Uh, a few people. Oh. There we go. <laughs> Maxing out people. on fun this yeah, Christmas. Lots of things we're going to be doing. Okay, uh, who's looking forward to eating some chocolates? Who's already been eating chocolates? Yeah, same people. Yes, definitely. Um, who's looking forward to perhaps going for some walks this Christmas? Maybe getting outside? We're getting very good at doing walks outside, yeah. aren't we? I mean, hopefully forward, we were good before. Looking forward but... to pulling a cracker? Uh, yeah, I do like pulling a cracker and seeing what, you do know... we have to do them socially odd... distanced now? <sighs> and the, how... Who's, see, that's the worst joke, because they tend to be yeah. pretty terrible, don't they? What about Christmas films? Who's looking forward to watching Christmas films? Sarah, have you watched any Christmas films? I have watched a few Christmas films. How, how many have you watched, Sarah? <laughs> well, you put your tree up in like November. Yes. I probably started watching Christmas films maybe in the beginning of November, so I've probably watched about 30 or so, if I'm honest. There you go. Confession, I'm sorry. I, you know, what else can I do? I if can't go want, anywhere. If you want Christmas <laughs> film recommendations, then Sarah is the place to go. Definitely. Uh, um, great. There are lots of fun things that we will do, and I hope that whatever's happening and with all the changes of things, that we will have some fun things that we can do uh, safely together. But I'm guessing for all of us, there are going to be lots of things that are different too, aren't there? Uh, so it might be that this year there is an empty seat at the table, uh, that we're only seeing family and friends on Zoom, and we would love to see them in person. Uh, maybe some of us will end up isolating for Christmas, or maybe that there are presents that won't arrive, or perhaps presents that couldn't be afforded this year because of everything that has gone on. And there might be some usual things that, that still go wrong, and no matter how good our preparation has been, maybe there'll be arguments over what to watch on TV, uh, maybe the, the turkey doesn't defrost in time or doesn't, doesn't cook uh, in time. Uh, maybe you don't like those Brussels sprouts that someone sneaks onto your plate. Or perhaps your favourite Christmas present will break on Boxing Day. There are lots of ways, aren't there, that our preparations don't go according to plan. And this year, more than ever, our Christmas preparations have changed a lot and they won't have gone according to plan. Everything yesterday changed again, didn't it? And it's so hard when our preparations keep changing. Uh, we've made all of these different things, and we can't guarantee any of them are going to happen. But God's preparations, God's preparations never go wrong. His plans never change. So he did all those years of preparation for that first Christmas, and everything happened perfectly. Everything happened just as he wanted. That first Christmas, Jesus left his home in heaven and came to live among us. And also, because of what he has done, we can be children of God. Now, I think that gives us something to celebrate, even at this Christmas time, when things are so different, when our preparations change, we can still celebrate what God has done that first Christmas. We can still be thankful. We can still be amazed. We can still rejoice. We can still celebrate Jesus. Because if we believe in Jesus then this tells us we are God's children. And that means we're God's children forever, no matter what happens. Jesus came to earth for you 
and for me. So we have the right to become children of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And our next song is going to remind us of the amazing love that God has for us. We're going to hear these words, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Uh, Let's listen to these words as Katie sings for us and worship God together. (laughs) 